Let's roll it. Gonna change the world with my hockey stick. Gonna make a real difference. Feed the poor and heal the sick. Singing lessons. Maybe I'm gonna take singing lessons. Hey, maybe that's my next thing. <laughs> no, I'm Learn, pro- probably not. <laughs> no. Learn piano. Yeah. <laughs> piano and singing. I'm I'm uh, I'm sporting the golf attire today because I'm feeling in honor of the Leafs. I'm, I'm in, in honor of the Leafs going down three and zero. I'm uh, not feeling so good about it. I didn't think you were actually going to say that. <laughs> Is that what you're going with? Yeah. Oh geez, sorry jumping on your joke. I just I was like, there's no way, there's no way Hayden would say that. Yeah. Okay. No, so. I, heard, I heard you shot like a 74 the other day or something like that. Is that 70, true? 75. Yeah. On the front nine or the back. <laughs> that's a good one someone already made like six people made that joke in my dms wow well, got to recycle couple foot wedges out there Hayden. <laughs> i went with my uh future i guess father-in-law probably oh um, holy <laughs> wow in one second let's uh <laughs> that's loud gosh yep. no so there was there was a witness so it wasn't it wasn't made up i just witnessed um, that you're gonna propose to Shannon. <laughs> We're, we're gonna need we're gonna need a GoPro footage of that next time, Hayden. We need to do a, we need to do a golf. Yeah, vlog. GoPro golf. That'd be fun, actually. We should we should do. That'd let us down. know in the comments. Chippy and I can do a, or I guess Jeremy, if you want to join. I'm all right. I can swing the the club pretty Chip, good. Well, what are we talking about in this draft? Oh, you just you just cut cut right off there. I was gonna say Ch- Jeremy will be hunting for balls in the woods while Chippy and I are golfing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I I just need one trip to the driving range to straighten my shot. Yeah, yeah, that's and what I'll say just one. <laughs> I just I haven't practiced. That's it. Just one hour on the range, and my shots are going straight. And I'm just gonna dust you guys. Yeah. Okay. My my 56 degree wedge is gonna be flowing out there like Marshan and Pappy on the par fives. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, I'll, I'll on be the pod, I'll be blasting a big drive out there on par five. Blasting her. 350 yards on the pod today. We are talking about the NHL draft lottery, Bedard. Where's he going? Conspiracy. Oh, the conspiracies, eh? Leafs are 0-3. Let's talk about that. IIHF, uh, Hockey Canada just announced their team. We'll, we'll touch on that a bit. We got Dreisaitl. He's just crushing uh, a new track called Cupbound. I heard this. It's taking over North America. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about some potential matchups uh, as far as the uh, playoffs go. Things right. are getting weird. Uh, and then... Yeah, is it Seattle going to the final? Like they're playing Unreal. That's what I'm <laughs> saying, right? So, what, what do you want? And we got some hypotheticals from Hayden, some fun in games. What do we want to t- tackle first here, boys? Um, I'll start off with one hypothetical because it kind of okay. leads into. Are we going to talk Leafs first? I think. Yeah, let's start, talk Leafs. So I'll I'll do a hypothetical and then we can talk Leafs and the Cupbound track. And the Cupbound track, yes, which is a uh, little. You must be sweating, Chippy, because uh, <laughs> I hit single. I hit what, single. You know, take in. Oh, and. <laughs> We'll talk about it in a second. Sure. And, and if you didn't notice, uh, Chippy couldn't join us uh, today because he's on vacation. <laughs> but, I mean, looking good. Getting a little sun. Well-deserved, too. Like, you earned this. Wow. He's Do, I ever need some sun? Do I ever need some sun right now? My goodness. Yeah. Hey. Representing style and flow in, uh, what is that, Costa Rica? Costa Rica, yeah. yeah. We're out in Costa Rica on the beach. We're doing some snorkeling. Beautiful. I just swam with a couple sharks. I just met a shark in the water there. Wow, yeah. His, his, name, was, his name was Jeff. And wow. uh, my name's Jeff. He was, buzzing, he was buzzing around the ocean, and we, you know, have a couple. I have some GoPro footage in the ocean with Jeff, and we were buzzing around the ocean together. <laughs> really committing to the amazing. skit here, yeah. Well, 
well, we don't want to take up too much of your time. You are you are sipping from your mermaid uh, mug there on the beach. So let's get into this pod real quick so you can go back to enjoying uh, snorkeling for seashells. All right. So I have a scenario, mm-hmm. a hypothetical, so you call it. Mm-hmm. The Leafs win the next game tomorrow. Oh, very they, ta- they take it back home mm-hmm. on what would it be? Is it Friday or Saturday? Oh, geez, who knows? Are they I know we're, we're so we're so stuck on Wednesday. It's probably Saturday. Let me check. Yeah. We'll, anyway, we'll they take it home for the next game, mm-hmm. but they lose, and the okay. series is over. Okay, mm-hmm. this is a hypothetical scenario. Okay. Yeah, so they win one. Two two things. Do you trade one of the core four, and who of management is gone? Dubis, um, and coaching Sheldon Keefe. Is Shanahan on the hook? Who is on the firing ladder or trade? Great question. Chip, you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, so we win Wednesday. Must we lose win the next game. Yeah. We lose the next game. Yeah. It's core. Like I core. Someone from the core four is gone. Doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. I just feel like core four. Like this core four needs to be blown up. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, no. If I had to say. Yeah, if I had to say, it would be like I would want to see JT go. Um, mm, that's I just can't. I just watching him out there. He's almost non-existent. He's so slow. He he is not worth eleven million or ten five whatever he's. Yeah, making. Like, we're feeling that in the end of that contract for sure. Yeah. Like I don't. I like his game for six mil. For yeah. Five, yep. It just doesn't seem like he's bringing that swagger as a captain. I think we have to give it to give the captain to Pappy. He needs to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, like, if we could move Mitch, I don't know. Mm. Like, someone that could perform in the playoffs that could, like, Kachuk, what we imagine. <laughs> I go, I go, Mitch for Bedard. Hey, yeah, yeah, I would. Kachuk, I, I think Mitch for Kachuk. That's like you want a playoff guy. I mean, and Kachuk had more points than Marner in the regular season, and he's an absolute beast in the playoffs. And honestly, yeah. the Leafs need a playoff guy. That's the thing. Marner's like, okay, yeah, he's their second best player, but. Is he their only their second best regular season player? Because he's like their fifth best playoff player. Right. That's the thing. He has to be their best player every night. And that's what Kachuk is. You know, like every night. Yeah. He he brings it. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's just we need we need a we need a star that can throw some body. Like when I see McDavid, they're down. Like he's going in there and hammering guys. Like, you know, dry sidle, he's going in there hammering oh, guys. Uh Kachuk hammering guys. Uh McKinnon hammering guys. Like you look at yeah. guys that had success in the playoffs, it's mm-hmm. like you need someone that can actually like play physical yeah it just Mm -hmm. doesn't seem like they even like it's like do or die game Mm -hmm. in game three and i don't think we laid a body check matthews didn't have a shot on net till the third period yeah you only have four attempts or something like that here's the wild thing about the leafs uh apparently they had led the league in the playoffs in hits uh i think in the first first round? round really and then all and then going into like against florida they were also like leading in in hits, um, but it's definitely not. That's from the just that's just a Charlie and O'Reilly. <laughs> it must be O'Charlie and Rafferty, McCabe. Oh, cool. I don't know. Yeah, we're getting dominated. We never have the puck, so of course we got to be hitting a lot. Like we don't have the like so the possession. If you that's actually the correlation. Like Tampa, like literally dominated the puck possession in that series. Mm-hmm. When you don't have the puck, you have to be hitting, and we don't have the puck in this series either. It seems like yeah. whenever Florida gets it in our end, it's a freaking spin cycle. It's and then we get it in there. We can't even get our cycle going. When we do get the cycle going, maybe one shift a period, it's like this team's unstoppable. And then next thing you know, they get it back in our end. And it's just like, we need to set up the cycle. Or we can't mm. hold offensive zone time. I think that's the reason why we can't score goals. What I don't, not- 
what I, what I don't understand is uh, how are the Panthers, who are not known as a defensive specialist team, how are they shutting down four star players? Just by pressuring them. They're right. just getting on the puck quick. Like, it's such a simple game plan. Yeah. It's like, see puck, go attack the puck and make the player uncomfortable. Like, make them make a pass they don't want to. Make them, like, Tuchuk wants you to have the puck so he can go and body you as hard as he can. Right. And then they get the puck back. They're yeah. almost like, sure, take it. Try and get past this so we can just lay you out, yeah. right? Like Because the only players that have scored is Lafferty. Who is it? Uh um, Gustafson, Gustafson, yeah. Gustafson, Lafferty. Uh, I think the first and Bunting second might have got one, or and, and like it's 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 nobody off the first, second, or even third line. Yeah, the first and second lines were their worst lines. Oh yeah, yeah. Canton Lafferty skated laps around Pappy and and Marner last game. Mm-hmm. They were two best players. Camp was amazing. Guys. Yeah, yeah. He was toe dragging oh. everyone out there. Yeah, toes out in it left, right, and center. Yeah, if the Leafs want to <laughs> win the next one, if the Leafs want to win the next one. They gotta play a bit more of uh, taking Florida's game to them. Like stop, stop worrying about the possession game. Just get the puck deep. Get the puck to the net. I noticed. Yeah. Uh, it, so I went to Game Three, and I think it was the second, pe- no, the third period. Uh, they decided that every zone exit, they would just flip the puck. They were flipping the puck over the D. Every yeah. time through the neutral zone, it's always a flip. Always a flip. Like and Florida chase. or the Leafs? That was against Florida. Right. It was the Leafs. Tampa did the Leafs were doing it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. Tampa like, did the same thing. In, in the playoffs, you have to find ways to advance the puck, and yeah. if you can just get it closer to their net, then good things happen, right? Like, yeah. you get it deep, then you drive the net. Yeah. Like, stop, also, if you can't get the lanes. But. When those bounces happen, right? If you yeah. flip it like that and you can do it, if it drops right in that blue line, yeah, it's going to bounce. It might – like, the one guy skating backwards, the other guy skating forwards, that's a 50-50. It's chaos, 50-50. Right? They were getting it out. They were clearing the zone every time, but they weren't really creating chances off of it. That's well. I mean, the third period they were a little bit better that game. Um, So for me, for that question, is something the hypothetical? Yeah, are they going to mix things up? I'm. They they pretty much have to. Like, yes, they made it out of the first round, which is great, but how quickly is that erased by like a flop in the second if, round? If they know? just like, get swept, like definitely, even if they only win one game still, that's like, why I said the one game. Cause yeah, it's like, it's on the fence. There. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, yeah, they're, I mean, I was like, this is a new team that we're, we're coming, you know, the Leafs are coming back from deficits. They're, they're closing out games, but then here, like they're down by three and the core four has done absolutely nothing. So yeah, you really need to mix it up. They have to find someone who can bring some grit. So they need a playoff player. I think Tavares is the easy option. If they can find someone who wants them to take the contract, like that's, that's easy. That, that, I think that's the one because he's the aging. He's the one who's aging out, right? He's the, got uh, the no trade, but that always gets yeah. figured out somehow. I don't know how they do it. It's like no trade, but then yet they convinced him to get traded. <laughs> I don't know how that works. But yeah. um, fun fact, and I'm sure you guys heard this rolling around about there's only been four teams ever to come back from a 3-0 and deficit to win the series. Yeah, There's actually only been nine teams total that have even come back to tie it up in the NHL in a hundred right. years to make it three, three. So it's like their odds of winning this series are like less than 3%. Like it's yeah. brutal. So how are you feeling? <laughs> are they going to do it? I'm, I'm getting my golf clubs out. I'm, yeah. I'm going like twice a week golf. Uh, I'm getting in the zone for the off season. I'm about weeks. to grab the razor <laughs> and like, you know, first period, I'll shave a little bit off <laughs> second period, a little more third, the playoff beards all the way. You'll, you're halfway to the barbecue by the time the game's over just to get the summer rolling. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I will say Leafs have won um, 
four straight games, I think 15 times in the oh, last. Okay. In the regular season. Good stat. And, and, and off a three-game losing streak, we tend to go on streaks. So, Ooh, like, okay. Like and it. if you win one, it's just like if you win one, it's coming it's back to Toronto. Yeah. It's like, and then now it's 3-2. Like, if you can win one, yeah. like, if you win this one, which is like you have to win. Like, mm. there's no pressure on the Leafs anymore. All the pressure is on Florida to close this, right. in my opinion. Like, the Leafs are out. Like, everyone's like, the Leafs are done. This is what this is what Florida had to face in Boston. And it was like, okay, there's mm. no pressure on the Leafs. Everyone thinks you're going to lose now. Like, you guys, pretty much the pressure was in game was in game three. Now it's like series over, 3-0. Right. You go in, you go steal one in Florida, you bring it home. Three two. Now so, you're going now Florida's going in feeling the pressure lost losing two games. Now you win that. And it's like they now you got a game seven at, at home. So it's like mm-hmm. um, I just think if you need that one in Florida and then you win at home and then the series is anybody's because if you win at Florida again. And I think for me it's like Florida's not this crazy if Bobrovsky's stepping up. Like he's playing really well, but I haven't seen. Like we're not getting. They're not. They're not dominating the Leafs no. like Tampa did. No, no. It's, no, it's like anyone's game. It's just this. Yeah, they're scoring more and taking the game to the Leafs' end more. Like they're they're making them make mistakes, which yeah. And you can say that like Leafs aren't getting dominated, but at the end of the day, Florida's making them make more mistakes than the Leafs are making them make mistakes. So I guess. They're getting like yeah. some soft, like some soft goals. Like the one, uh, you know, Tavares slips up, uh, the puck's behind the net. Oh, uh, that was in game. You know, yeah, and the two. player makes yeah. like that cheeky behind the back as he's going around, right? And and I was like, what the heck just happened? There was it wasn't off of pressure mm-hmm. or anything like that. And then you know they start the second period and they just skate and shoot score. Oh, okay, like you know, Bob Ross, or um, Sam Samson should have had that one type of thing, right? Yeah, it's like but you're just on our defense. Yeah. yeah. Um, Paul pivots to the inside. Garbo, <laughs> Garbo, McCabe's like looks. Brody, McCabe's been struggling, and and Brody with him has been struggling as well. Hasn't been moving the puck well, fighting to get coverage, and just not great overall. Basically, the key for the victory here, the Leafs need to keep the the foot on the pedal. Like they come out flying every game. They come yeah. out, they score one, they score two, they take the early lead, and then they're just like, "Well, oh, let's just dial it back. Let's play, play our game and defend now." No, you no. just keep pumping it, keep like pumping them, get like Edmonton, run the numbers up, and then just seal the deal in, in period one. They need to play some wide open hockey just to get uh, Marner and uh, Matthews get, get scoring. Yeah, right. And then once they get that taste, that first blood, they like then they'll just be flying out there. They need to get some goals from the big guys early. And then I agree. That's what I mean, like, we can't play worse. Our top, like, if we just get our guys, like, scoring, like, yeah. if Pappy, if Pappy or the second line scores a goal, like, this is a different, that's what I'm saying. So, if they can just score, like, on what tomorrow, yeah, the whole series is like changed because now you got guys that are scoring, like, we're, we're pretty much in the series in every game without our best guys scoring. So, yeah. it's like, if they start scoring, it just seems to me, it's like, yeah, this is not this is this isn't over. If they if Pappy gets going, Pappy gets a couple tomorrow night. Marner gets four assists. Yeah. Like next thing you know, yeah. and you just like Bobrovsky's just been so nasty. Like, yep. How about, worked Panthers before in the regular season? No. How about Wall coming in? Sammy got hurt. We didn't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I was just about to, you. You got uh, right in my head, Chippy. I was going to say, how are we feeling about tending? That was my next hypothetical for the Leafs. Okay, let's do it. Was, um, so hypothetically, the Leafs win the next three games to force a game seven. Oh, gosh. This is a more fun one for you, Chippy. <laughs> Hypothetically, the Leafs battle back with Wall in net. Mm. Okay? And then Samsonov 
is a okay to go for game seven? No. Oh, for game seven, you're sticking with you, Hall. Wall. You go with, with Wall. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. You got to keep Wall in. I mean, yeah, I guess Sam, it depends. Is it seven to five, eight to six victories? Like, like, like okay, I'll, I'll be more detailed. The Leafs barely squeeze out a win in a seven, five, seven, like five, seven, six win <laughs> in game six. And Wall didn't look good. Uh, yeah, yeah. But like uh, he just, but he did win three in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you go Murray at any point instead of Wall too? Like throw Matt Murray in for that. the next game? I'll like throw, I doubt I'll it. Throw Murray in tomorrow night. No, there's no. <laughs> he hasn't played since like March or maybe even April. I don't know. Hey, hey, next thing you know, he goes on this tear, man. Remember, I remember, I remember, I said that. I, said, I swear, I, I predicted like Murray's gonna end up being the reason why we win this. Oh my god! Like, Imagine they put him in just because, like, ah, screw it. <laughs> yeah, and then he just stands on his head, and then he's like, he all of a sudden he's the Murray of the Stanley Cup winning right. years. <laughs> that, that would be a great storyline. Yeah, uh, yeah if they, didn't they were like Kyle Davis, like you got to go dress, you got to get on the bench. Like, <laughs> after Samsonov got hurt, because we yeah. only had one. Th- yeah, no emergency backup. I think they're allowed to bring Murray in, in the playoffs, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if the Leafs get swept, did the first round victory even count? It's worse. It's I think worse. it's even worse. It's worse. <laughs> it's, it's worse. They took a step backwards. They, I actually think it's worse. I think it's because like you, everyone feels like the sense of relief, and it's like, okay, they finally like killed their demons or whatever. Yeah. But then they immediately resurface and they just go back to like no killer instinct and they don't know yeah. how to win games anymore in yeah, the playoffs. It's, it's so annoying. Like that was the promise and the hope of getting out of the first round. It's like, oh yeah, they, it's a different squad and like our guys show up in the playoffs. That was the biggest thing is the big, the core four just disappear in the playoffs. And it's like, no, look at Marner. He led the playoffs in points. He had like eleven points in the first round, and he didn't even look that good. Like he he led in points, but like he wasn't like. A lot of them weren't like beautiful plays like Conley yeah, yeah, does, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like he wasn't standing out in that way. Right. Yeah, I agree with yeah. you on that one. But yeah, and then they all just disappear in the second round. So it's like, okay, never mind. Same team. They just it's yeah, because it's, worse. it's because yeah. they had a bit of a bit more legs than Tampa, I think. Mm. So Tampa was playing possession really well in a tight game, and the Leafs were able to win some of those races. Whereas Florida Tampa was injured. Tampa's injured. They're they've they've played the most hockey out of any team in the past three years, right? Like they've true. They've yeah. went to the final like so many times yeah. right so and we should have we got dominated <laughs> yeah um they stole some games but yeah the uh the panthers are just taking the leafs um slower players and exploiting them basically and the leafs Fair. need to the leafs need to a increase their possession numbers like getting the getting the zone but also they just need to win those puck battles like they're losing too many puck battles they're also the panthers are really capitalizing on chances like the leafs might have like 13 shots on goal and the Panthers get four, but they score on one of them. Or yeah, it's because right? the, it's because like, the Leafs get the puck on the boards, cough it up, then Florida gets it, moves it to the middle, takes a shot, and then all of a sudden it's a great scoring chance, and yeah. they just bury it. You know, right. and, <laughs> Montour is so dangerous. The whenever that guy's shooting the puck, I'm like, this like it's in the net. Like Chippy's like closing like, his eyes, like <laughs> I don't want to no, look. Like, he's, he's jumping in like a forward. He's back. He oh, hammers yeah. guy. Yeah, he's doing everything that Morgan Riley needs to do in this series. He did it last series, and now he's right. Where's Morgan Riley again? Like, we need him again. Like, he got, like, th- four goals last series. Like, you need goals from our defensemen to yeah. win games. That's just how any playoff team has at least one defenseman, like McCarr yeah. or um, mm. Hedman or... Offensive-minded, yeah. yeah. Are, there, are those local bananas? Did, yeah, you... Chippy's just munching on a banana. Did he just pick that from the tree? Or... Yeah. Is that lo- local? 
right here. Oh, look at that. Eh? Maybe from the Palmas genus, banana Ninus. Uh, while we're on the topic of uh, the playoffs, this is just crazy. Uh, Vegas is up on Edmonton. In the Western Conference, yeah. And uh, I'm talking both conferences here. Uh, Seattle is up on uh, Dallas. Dallas, yeah. yeah. So what matchups are we going to have? Are we going to have Florida versus Hurricanes? What a great one for the ratings that would be. And and Seattle versus Vegas? It's so That one would be free. fun. But I I think I think Edmonton's going to like they had a dull game last night. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Um but I think they're going to bounce back and Drysaddle again is going to come through with like a huge game and Edmonton's going to advance and it's going to be Seattle versus Edmonton. Basically, Bland versus all firepower. Like, just committee by versus firepower. But Seattle, like, they bring it. They're scoring seven or eight goals in games. Like I'm not saying that, yeah. that uh, they're not going to have a good chance against Edmonton. I'm just saying I think that's going to be the next matchup. Oh, man, they're, they're under uh, – I don't know. They're, they're, they're underappreciated, yeah. I think. Like, they're yeah. – you know what I mean? I overlooked them. I didn't watch Underrated. Single- underrated they're like they're doing a they're doing a vegas first year in the league type run where they went to the cup yeah. final or something didn't vegas go to the cup final in the first year yeah I'm that's crazy sure. yeah. yeah. that's nuts yeah it and, was, and uh, yeah, seattle is their sophomore year so it's like their first year it's like okay yeah they're they're, they're all right and there's like oh no guys by the way we can play hockey yeah. our coach figured out how to read it and then remake a new team and take everyone's freaking players from like because they just take everyone's best players. Well, well, like, I don't know. It's like they don't have any best, but they have like a whole bunch of playoff guys. You know how like each team has that one guy who's like he's gonna step up and get those clutch goals in the playoffs. They've got like six guys like that. Where in the regular season they're just kind of like whatever. You know they're good, hardworking guys. Love love to play hockey. You know love the game. Mm-hmm. But in the playoffs they step up. So you got like Yanni Gord. Like he he yeah. makes things work out there, right? He's nasty. They, they've got like just uh, Bjorkstrand and like these guys who, on their own, they'll be that one guy who gets one or two good goals in the playoffs that the team really needs. Well, they've got eight of them. So this is this is kind of funny because it leads me into my last hypothetical. Okay. Um, I had a bunch prepared. I wasn't going to ask this one, but it kind of it makes sense to me now. Okay. Um. So hypothetically, yep. the Leafs are known for not having that killer instinct that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. They just don't know how to win in the playoffs. If you could, would you trade the entire Leafs roster oh. for the entire Boston roster? Gross. And, and do you think that it would make a difference? Do you think that all of a sudden the Leafs players would win in Boston and the Boston ones would lose just because it's Toronto? Or do you think it's actually the, the player composition or is it just the Toronto curse? You know, like, oh, it, okay, Chip. <laughs> okay. Chippy wants the answer. Yeah. Go ahead, class. I- I had this conversation with my buddy yesterday. Like, I think you trade Marner to any other team and they make the playoff. You trade him to Carolina. Yeah. This guy airs it up. Matthews goes to anywhere else. It's like they become exactly. unstoppable. Yeah. I think it's I think it's Toronto, man. I think it's hard to play here. Uh-huh. I think our it's our organization. It's just not a winning. So much pent up pressure. Like yeah. And they well, can 19, feel it. Bro. Uh-huh. It's nineteen nineteen sixty seven we have one. one when you're not with a winning organization, you're not around winning culture, winning fan base. Like mm-hmm. you're not around that. It's like, it's hard to believe. How do you believe when no one's done it since 1967? Whereas you go to Boston, every one of their teams is winning. It's yeah. just a winning organization. When you're around winners, you win. And when you're around losers, you lose. Like, um, I think it's just 
you need to re like I don't know what the Leafs need to do, but wow, I can't believe that this core four in the last six seven years hasn't been able to at least get to anything. Yeah, at least get to a conference final or like Mm -hmm. it's unbelievable Mm -hmm. to me to be honest. Like, um, but I do think yeah, you trade you trade any of these players to any other team like Nylander on uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Not, man. You put he's him looser, in, in but like less pressure. He's just playing more loose, and and you know things start happening. Okay, so I'll open up the hypothetical question a little bit more. Yep. Would you trade? And this is there's no like single player that would tear it up. Would you trade the entire the of the least roster and prospect system for any other team in the NHL mm. system, like the just the players, not the coaches or the the GMs or anything like that? I mean, Colorado maybe. I mean, Ottawa. I, 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 wait, we're, we're, we're trading all the p- current players. All the, the current prospects. players and the prospects, like basically the entire system of players. In uh, the- I mean, I like McKinnon. I like McCarr. I like Bo Byram. Like Colorado's got uh, a pretty solid team. They got put out, but uh, maybe like I, but, but then maybe I just be. Or do turned- you go with like one of the developing teams that has a lot of young talent and just like accept that it's going to be a few like, years. Car- Carolina, maybe like Carolina has. Well, they're, real, they're hot now. So I was thinking like, more like. Detroit or Ottawa or yeah. Ottawa. Yeah. I like Ottawa. Ottawa dude. Yeah. I think Ottawa's gonna be a problem, man. Mm-hmm. I think that this Kachuk brothers, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, oh, a different, yeah. it's a different beast. It's a different. They've grown up in a different place. They're man. animals. Like, yeah, yeah. They play off game. They play. They'll fight. Like they'll mm-hmm. they'll fight you. They will. Like Kachuk is not afraid of anyone on the Leafs. Like Kachuk will fight Giordano. But Kachuk will fight <laughs> literally yeah. anyone. And he's fight their the old man. Yeah. <laughs> he's a beast. Man. Like, yeah. So go, going back to the uh, the playoffs, do you guys see like uh, Vegas versus Seattle and Florida versus the Hurricanes as like the the next matchups? Because it's possible, like the- Florida versus Hurricanes, hundred percent. I see that. Yeah, and it's like no one, not really anyone's gonna care. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, are the ratings going to go down if this is the final match? Well, 100% because, well, they'll go yeah. down. All, like, like Vegas is an expansion team. Seattle's an expansion team. Hurricanes is, is kind of off market. This is so and, NHL. I don't know why the NHL <laughs> wants parity. Like, why do they want the, the most big market teams to always get out in the first round? It makes zero sense to me. That, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, like... <laughs> like, for marketing and dollars and, like, why not have the best teams play? Like, like the MLB, you know? Like, the Yankees are in the freaking final every year. I mean, the best teams are the best teams. They're the ones that keep moving on and winning games, yeah. technically. This is a this is a conversation for a, an off-season thing, but it's, like, so frustrating every year when there's, like three upsets and then you're watching teams that no one cares about go to the the conference finals is like i know it's like i like, honestly it's i don't even i haven't even watched that seattle i had to watch a little bit the other night i'm like i this is like insane to me like sorry i'm not a seattle fan like i guess like if you're not a fan of the team it's tough to watch like yeah. i just have no mm-hmm. like dallas and watch was- just so that i'm like because I like watching hockey and I like to seeing the different strategies that teams have and kind of predict in my mind who's going to do well against the next team based on how they play. Right. But aside from that, I'm like, I'm not watching a single regular season game from these teams. And the hype around like Leafs or even like Boston yeah, or uh, like an original six team going to the final, it's so much better than any of the other teams. It's just yeah. how it is. Like the Seattle-Dallas series, I'm sorry if you're a Seattle or Dallas fan, but like, Man, Yawn. really? Like, I, there's no, there's been no content from those two. I don't even know who's on their teams, man. Like it's like, yeah. There's no, like I just like I don't. It's just tough. It's tough. I think I we're not, we're not giving Seattle enough credit here. 
And, and no. I mean, Dallas has some exciting players. It's, it's, I mean, these are high scoring games. Can pl- you, I'm not saying you can play good hockey. Yeah. I'm just, it doesn't mean that anyone cares about it. Right. Yeah. So, well, that's the thing. I guess they're trying to grow their <laughs> fan base. Okay. So, so if this is the matchup, is Seattle going to get new fans? Like playing in in on the big stage on well, a bigger stage. Seattle has a sick jersey. They do. The I love the crack and I like yeah. the name. It's cool. It's just they don't they're, they're they they do not have like one player or a couple no. of players that they can like market. Yeah, no star power. And also Seattle, it's like it's great for the city, but it's like yeah, if you if you're local in Seattle, you'll be a fan. But if you're not, then it's like you don't really care. And it takes time to become a staple in like where people want to see you succeed a lot. Yeah, it's like everyone says, yeah, I want to see Seattle do good, but then it's like. But if you miss half of the Stanley Cup finals and you just watch the last game because it's an elimination game or something, it's like, are you really a fan? Or are you just watching because you're like, yeah, I'm supporting the the team that shouldn't have been here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised with Vegas because it's like they really it seems like they really got to go. Like their fans are better than like Leafs fans suck, man. Uh, we yeah, are, we are I agree. terrible. I agree. And that's why we lose. Like our, our Leafs fans, it's all like that's what they're saying. It's like you go to you go to a Leafs game and it's like all corporates that are just there's no energy. There's no like Vegas. You go to these they're doing like like the knights are coming oh, the, out on the ice. It's, it's like this is I've I've watched a few of the pregame things. It's like it's a ritual. It's like such a pro. It's a show, right? Like it's Vegas. It's a show. Yeah. Why, why the Leafs are not doing that? You have like you're selling out every game. Yeah, I know. You could put on an experience. You could do a concert. They do the, the same thing every game, whether so, it's playoffs or not. Here's the thing about Leafs fans. So I went to game three. And oh, yeah, how was game that? two. Game two. I went to game two. It was in Toronto. Yeah, yeah game two. Game you didn't two. go to game three. Yeah. <laughs> we choked that game. And Yeah, well, every game. Um, <laughs> so the thing about Leafs fans, and I've been to regular season games. It is so quiet in that barn. Mm. It's like, I don't know, it's, it's boring to watch live games in the regular season, unless it's a good, exciting game. Like people, the fans expect so much. So Mm. if things are down, Leafs aren't, you know, playing well, it's just like a snore fest in, in the stadium. Other arenas, they keep it going. They try to rally like the fans, they take part in the game and they want to bring it back. And And they have like chants that they all know. Exactly. So it's, it it is louder. It was, you know, the, the barn was loud in the playoff game. But I was expecting more. And the thing is, yeah, the Leafs scored early. The fans are going nuts. They love it. But right when Panthers score, it's just like a church in there, quiet as a church. Right. Right? The anxiety is just felt in the whole building. And then the Leafs are down by one. Are are the fans all chanting, go Leafs, go, trying to fire them up, get them going? No. They're waiting Mm -hmm. until the Leafs do something before they – It's reaction versus, like, proactive. That's kind of how it is for the crowd. Like, it's tough to – I think that's what it's like. We are just so fed up with this team that yeah, it's like that's yeah. what it is. It's so like, are you kidding me, man? Like and you're watching <laughs> yeah. the game and it's like, I don't want to cheer after we just got bingoed on. I got this false sense of cheer yeah. when you're. I wonder. Just if, I wonder if it is a sense of because Leafs fans are so sick of it and like Betrayal. we we have such high expectations because like if you don't achieve them, then it's just a failure. Versus some of the U.S. market teams where it's like hockey's the fifth most popular sport and they're just going to have a good time and drink and right and like cheer on their team and they're going with their friends and it's like it's a party mm. and you're just happen to be at a hockey rink so everyone's chanting and everything yeah I, I mean i would just love to see the the crowd get behind the team when they're down mm-hmm. and and then have that like push and then leave score and then the barn erupts type of thing right to just play games out east 
<laughs> where like oh ever, that's true eh? yeah everyone the, out east, east like, like play like the, where the world juniors played or whatever yeah. and like everyone would just go nuts right like that's the true. atmosphere would be insane and the Leafs would play good the fishermen they should just eh? switch over there yeah. yeah yeah they know how to cheer yeah what's up chippy nice class yeah like <laughs> i love that am i like dude like if the leafs like if we come back and we, like leafs need to make it like a free game like leafs need to oh. like mm-hmm. Make it free for 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 the actual fans to get in there. Like, oh, do something yes. completely different. They like, never. We shouldn't even have this game. You're, like, just make it so it's like do something. Like, I feel like that's. What I like that idea. Do. Yeah, that's cool. like make it free. Like, you guys, we've been haven't won a freaking cup since 1967. Mm-hmm. Games. If, if this next game comes home and there's a game it wasn't even supposed to happen, we're supposed to get swept. If you come home, make it free and put real fans in there and you see what happens. Because if you like if this works, the energy it's it's the energy in the in, in the building. Like if we're, yeah. we haven't won a home game in the playoffs yet, I don't think. Yeah. Or maybe we won one. Like uh, yeah, we won one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Make because make it or make it like invite yeah. only, right? You just go into the crowd out in the streets and you give out like tickets to all the biggest fans, the loudest fans. They're imagine, crazy, that. Right? imagine that energy though. Like you're yeah. telling me, like the Leafs wouldn't feel that. Like these these are the actual fans. These yeah. are the ones that are painting their face that are not yeah. wearing suit and ties like or just no. if you oh. buy if you buy even if you just bought tickets because it sells out right just yeah. swap the upper bowl with the lower bowl yeah <laughs> so, so yeah. that's the thing when i was at the game i was lower bowl yeah in the top right so up up into the right of where i was sitting like every five minutes a go leafs go chance started yeah it carried down a little bit across and then fizzled out. It did not yeah. spread to the whole arena. And I'm down here in the lower bowl trying to, like, I, I hear it starting up. Now, go, Leafs, go. Yeah. Go, Leafs, go. And I've got, like, 15 people around me just sitting with their hands in their lap watching. And it's not all corporate people, but it's, like, you know, an, an old guy and, and his, like, you know, geriatric wife is there. And she's not going nuts, right? Yeah. And, well, and yeah, when, you, like, when it's 1500 for a pair or two grand for yeah. a pair, you don't, you don't have the real fans in there. No, no. You, don't, you know what I mean? It's like. There, there's four guys sitting in front of me. And they didn't have a single bit of Leafs apparel, not a hat, not a jersey, not a shirt. Crazy. They were just there. Perfect in their, for your video. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> they were like in their Patagonia jackets. Okay? <laughs> they just had their Patagonia yeah. jackets zipped up. Right. And they, they didn't make a peep. Did not make a peep the whole game. Yeah, they just got to swap the upper and lower bowl. And then, yeah, like, yeah. like just for one game, it's like, okay, yeah, you have season tickets, cool, but you're going to sit up in the rafters for now? Do not, <laughs> do not sell a single ticket in the lower bowl take all those tickets, walk out to the street and just hand them out oh, to yeah. guys with face it, paint. It would, be, it would actually flags. be the greatest marketing play probably. Like it would make the Leafs so much more likable. They it would go viral on freaking yeah. socials. Yeah. It would actually promote the game better. Yeah. Like it would, you might be losing some money for one game, but like who the, cares? The MLSC the, should hire us. We need to be in charge of the Leafs marketing team. Yeah. Bro, right because everyone, you just be like, Hey, everyone make TikToks and say you got in for free. And now you got, whatever 15,000 people making TikToks we got in for free like yeah. this is awesome like whoa, and they'll what? be hyped to cheer right like it'll bring uh, the energy immediately yeah i love the idea yeah so right. let's uh let's pitch that to Shanahan and all of them and next Guys, year we can implement it let's pool together all our money we will buy every ticket in the lower bowl <laughs> for $936,000 we should start this for next year like start a fund yeah like, that'd be buy all the lower bowl tickets everyone pitch like, like, <laughs> the problem Dude, is they're already all sold at yeah, the beginning of the year, gone. right? They're like, gone. it's all season like corporate Mr. tickets. Mr. Beast video, like, get Mr. Yeah. Beast behind this idea. Oh, Pitch it to Mr. Go. Beast. Or we just re- we just make it so that um, 
for one game, we basically knock off all of the corporate people that have season tickets to give their tickets away for one game. We jump them in the streets and take them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so... Uh, next topic. <laughs> if the Leafs win the next four, they for sure would be uh, cup-bound. Yes. Yes. And, and I heard there's a, a hot new single that dropped the other day Huge. called Cup-bound. Do you want us to play it? You can play it. Oh, we, yeah. Let's put it on. Here, I'll, I'll uh, it, baby. just fast forward to the best yeah, part. Then, then, I can tell you that, then I can tell you the story about behind it. Yeah. I'll see if I can Cup bound. play it and turn, and turn it down so bound. people can talk. Cup bound. Yeah, you, don't, you don't have to play the whole thing. How long did it take you to write the lyrics for this? Oh, like it, it just flowed. Honestly, it didn't take, it didn't take long at all. Like, no. Nope. It wasn't the most, it's not the most lyrical track, but um, my brother... Oliver Joseph, he he put a lot of work in. Like, oh, he, yeah. he, he, wait, did I he go straight for you? Did he go straight your tracks? It's a bop. I, you know, I sent the idea. I was it was Sunday night. I was out on the deck with my dad. And I was mm-hmm. like, yo, we need to make a compound track. And then I literally hit him. I hit him with a voice mount. Hour later, he hits me back with the hook. That's and he's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try writing a verse. And then yep, so we wrote part of the verse in the studio. Fun. Beauty. Yeah. All right. I mean, we got a studio right here. We could uh, record our own sick beats. That's and- what I'm saying. Like, we could get some crazy tracks going, man. I, I went on GPT. I asked GPT to write me a, like a, a hockey rap song, it, like, but in the style of Eminem, like early Eminem. No, it, it, it's just like, you've got the puck. You need to have good luck. You skate down the ice to score would be nice. I'm oh like, this, <laughs> this is like a, a third grader wrote this. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I specifically put in the style of early Eminem. And then I put like with complicated rhyme schemes and rhyming structures like you know do it again but with this this and this comes back it's like the exact same thing like it's just the end of each line rhymes it's like, okay you're, you're not getting it yet. it's gonna get better though dude it's oh gonna, yeah like... no. there, there are ways to to use it i was just like curious to see um how yeah. how clever it could be uh i'd be lying if i said i didn't do the same on that <laughs> track well, right. it's just a curiosity to, to inspire some uh, yeah. some creativity, right? Are we got the, the track we're, up? We're gonna I'm gonna play it now. We'll just we'll just let it breathe. If uh, whoever's listening, you can I know every lis- word. Listen, every word. listen to the whole thing in its entirety, or or skip through and say it was great. Oh, I hit play. Well, let's play like thirty seconds. If yeah. you want to watch the whole thing, they can yeah. go find it. I don't know what's going on here. I have it queued up. You can see it on the screen. Let's just get a live performance. Add it to your playlist, baby. If you're listening, go add it to the playlist and go share it with every one of your friends. Computer says no. I tried to play a YouTube video and it wouldn't play. Computer says no. Um, Try it again here. What's the next track then? Is this like uh, part of an album? I got got a style. We made a style and flow track too. We actually made that one first. We're playing it now. Here we go. We'll have to fast forward to Chippy's part. I can't hear it. I can't hear it. No? We got Let it. me tell you what was up now. Face up, put the fuck down. Get a city, get it shut down. Everybody yelling, cut down. Getting closer to the trophy. Banking business feeling nosy. Motivated, never loafy. Time to hustle, not get cozy. Cut down. Cut down. This is Chippy's part. Cut yeah. down. Can't hear it, Everybody yeah. feel a bounce. Cut down. Cut down. Cut. We the best Bam. music. Everybody feel a bounce. He's got the moves, the style, and the flow. Watch him score the goal. Let the crowd go. The Leafs are cup bound. They're on a roll. Watch him.
Beauty. Nice. Got a little taste of that. Yeah, a little taste. It's unreal. We, I like your part, Chippy. You, you were flowing. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I sounded pretty decent on there, to be honest. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. Benny did and, a good job producing that for you. Uh, yeah. You and Oliver. Yeah. We, so it, it, it was, um, yeah. So I got the concept on Sunday. It's like, boom, we need a copy on track. The Leafs, we, Leafs need it. And this was before the playoffs started. This was before game one. And right. then obviously, so we made the track. We lose game one. Hmm. And then game two was Wednesday. So like the whole time we're like, Hey, we got to get this mix mastered. We got to get this out like quick. Cause mm -hmm. it's obviously like playoff, like you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So that so it was like Tuesday. We got in, we got in the studio Monday night and then it was Tuesday. We recorded it Tuesday. We recorded again. We brought the studio to my crib and then Wednesday it got like mix mastered. We added a whole bunch of things to it. And then third, and we, then we went down two zero. we were watching mm -hmm. the game on Wednesday. We're like, this is bad for marketing. Watch. <laughs> I think it was Wednesday. I forget when the game was, but it was like, man. And then it was like, hey, cups. The song is because the track's not out yet. Like we got, we got to release the track. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> we were hoping, we were hoping the Leafs would get it done on uh, game three to make it a battle. Yeah. With the track get out, but now, like, if the Leafs come back, the it's, track goes crazy. It's an anthem. Yes. It's an anthem. Track, like, yeah. It's, it's, it's a anthem. gamble. It's like if you're you're like making a gamble on the Leafs, pretty much. It's like this song. If the Leafs do well, it's gonna it's gonna. I mean, it, you always have next year, I guess. But, yeah, no, but it won't be the same guys. Now I've discovered it's a sound, bro. Yeah. So I I, I posted a couple of TikToks yesterday, like the Bedard. Every every Chicago fan. I saw that, that one. Yeah. Smart. Cut bound. Like Smart. it's just gonna become like a yeah. Anytime anyone's cut bound, like oh, yeah. like mm -hmm. Anaheim Ducks once they got Adam Fantilli, Zegris, and McTavish on the same line. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's like, the, the anthem part of it is will work well. The only yeah. the only part that doesn't work well is like the leaf specific stuff, but that's yeah. not going to be used as a sound. It'll just be the exactly. cut bound part. TikTok right? uses ten seconds from a song anyway, so it doesn't matter. You got yourself an anthem. It's going to be used. You got yourself a marketing. Uh, the marketing man is maybe is what you got. Yourself it's going to be used yeah. against you, eh? When when you see like uh, Florida <laughs> hoisting the cup with your track, cup yeah. bound. Every angle, baby. Maybe we got every, we're playing every angle. Exactly. Edmonton Oilers right now. Once we win the series, cup bound. It's yeah. just, uh oh, yeah, yeah. we're playing every side. We can't lose out here exactly. because we covered every angle. Exactly. We covered every angle. Playing uh, against the house. Like, oh, yeah. track is Not putting the Leafs right in now. the in the chorus. That's the the key right there. Right now, <laughs> exactly. the only cup that the Leafs are bound for is uh, on a putting green embedded into the grass. There. <laughs> Ooh, oh. We need a. <laughs> But yeah, that was 15-yard putt. I'm cup bound. 15-yard? 15-yard. That's off the green, man. Uh, <laughs> no, not those big long greens that they go to. They go to like those fancy courses. They got big greens. 120 in a 45-foot putt? You never drained a 50-footer? Hey, 45-foot putt. <laughs> I drain those one hand. Okay. I do 100 of them in a row before I uh, start my round. That's my pregame routine. Yeah. Jeremy says golf's an easy sport. It is. You just have to practice. It's simple. You just get your work Buddy, let's let's get a little sandbagger going. We'll sandbagger classic with the buck daddies. Yeah, we'll see. we got it. Like, I haven't honestly. I haven't swung a club in like I actually have to get to the range so bad. Like it's yeah. my swing. I'm going. Like, I'm going golfing tonight if you want to come. But you said you're busy. You're I you're in Jamaica tonight. or something, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm in Portugal. First of all, I'm in Costa Rica. Costa Rica, yeah. Stuck in a ball. No, it's my buddy's birthday today, so. Oh, nice! Out. Wow, you flew all the way to uh, Costa Rica. That's nice. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say yeah. to the islands, but it's not an island. It's an isthmus. <laughs> oh, 
All right, what next? But, um, let's, let's, let's talk uh, Bernard, hey? Ooh. Big old NHL draft lottery. Mm-hmm. It, He's a Blackhawk. Jeremy might have predicted it. I, I called it I early on in like maybe the fifth, sixth, I don't know, one of the one of the early podcasts. I just said, I got a feeling he's going to go. And this was like midway through the I remember, season, yeah. right? Yeah. I was like, I got a feeling he's going to Chicago. Like, And, and Chicago just, tr- like, they dismantled their whole team. They got rid of Debrinket. Got, like, Kane, they're like, yeah, don't even try. Taves, we're going to get, like, you're injured, eh? You're you're on LTIR. Like, just, no, no I'm, I'm fine, you guys. I want to play. play. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't really want to. Like, your boo-boo hurts, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> you got a, a sprained ankle and a, a hangnail on your, your big toe. Like, Taves, you're out. Uh yeah, they just, they just got rid of all like their their star power. Anyone who had hope of bringing anything to the team, they got rid of, uh, and and it worked. I mean, they they ended up third worst. They but, improved their odds, and then yeah. everyone thought that they ruined it because they were the lowest one. Then they went and won like two games and became like the third. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it, it worked out for them anyway. So, but this is how it always works. It's like there's only three teams that can have star players, right? So. You've got Edmonton. They've got Gretzky, right? The the great one. Mm-hmm. And then they have their fun. They they trade him away. Like, I don't know why they ever got rid of Gretzky, but whatever. They had the, their cup runs there. Mm-hmm. And then years later, next huge like generational talent. Not even generation, like decade. Uh, yes. Not not decade. Sorry, uh, like an entire hundred years. A century player. Yeah, He's a century <laughs> player. McDavid, right? Who does he go to? Toronto? No. Any of these like. You know, lower market teams. Now he goes to Edmonton, who already had Gretzky, and then they get McDavid, like the two greatest players ever to play, basically. Yeah. Right. Except for Lemieux, right? Plays for Pittsburgh. You know, Lemieux. He, he, <laughs> and he, then Crosby. And then who they get? They get Crosby. It happens in Crosby. pairs, yeah. And then yeah, so and then Chicago, they've had some great players. They had Bobby Hall, right? And they they've had Ronick, and and they've they've had some really good star power, mm-hmm. like high scoring. Patrick Kane, mm-hmm. Taves, Dynasty. Right? Dy- they've Dynasty. had Dynasty, t- yeah, players. And then who do they get? Bedard. Yeah. It's like only three teams can have the, the best players. I mean, at I least their original six teams. <laughs> Maybe Detroit. Detroit is going to get the next guy. Eh? Like if five, ten years from now, Detroit will get some <laughs> crazy good player. Because they have Stevie Y, Brennan Shanahan. That's true. Yeah. The Detroit Red Wings will be just finding their stride with all their young players. And then they'll they'll have one last year where they don't do well. They win the draft. And then they add like a generational talent to it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could see that happening. But how do you guys feel about Bedard being on the Blackhawks? I didn't want to see it happen just because I, I feel like the Blackhawks as an organization, have they have a bit more um, goodwill that should have been done before they got rewarded with something like this. Yeah. But it, I guess when there is no bias in the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the air quotes. In yeah. the air quotes. Which is absolute, like – they have complete control. It's a private, like they have complete control of where where that goes. Like, well, you're not fooling us, NHL. You're not fooling us. You have complete. If you you have complete control of what that lottery does and who gets. Like, well, the thing is, did you see the live broadcast? Jeremy pointed it out in our in our chat. Yeah, that they said the guy it. gave away that the Columbus dropped to third. Yeah, before before it was, it was revealed, actually, and it's like, okay, yeah. I guess they could have just they did the draw beforehand, but it's like if they did the draw beforehand and it's not live, who's to say they didn't rig it? Exactly. It's, it's- no, but, but like if you're Gary Bettman and you, this is a billion dollar company, and yeah. this player has like has the um, wave to make it like mm-hmm. select where this player goes, the best play this this player is going to move tickets. You know what I mean? They already like, sold out. Season yeah, tickets they're sold out. They're yeah. sold out. Uh-huh. They're so, exactly so it's like. 
They know what they're doing. You're not fooling me. You're not fooling Coach Chip. You're not absolutely not fooling me. Nice try, though. It's, like, it's great fooling. how you it's... put the NHL on the pedestal of like this billion dollar thing. If you watch the uh, actual like lottery happening because they release like oh no guys it, it's real it's not rigged this is like here you watch it for yourself it's Batman, it's it's Batman in this tiny little like back <laughs> office like it, it's like a, a pretty much the size of what we've got right here but looking like uh, like just like kind of spiced up hey let's put a, a TV screen here he's got six right? different pits that he picks the balls from and all of them are one team the next one's a different well, team <laughs> and he's, he's got his little like ball machine here and it's just some guy pushing buttons he's like okay guys and he starts the the video off it's on uh, the nhl youtube right he's like okay guys so it's uh may 9th it's uh 3 57 p.m uh and just to prove that it's it's may 9th we have the new york times the newspaper you can see right there may 9th. <laughs> Uh, we also have uh, the the Wall Street Journal, and we and he's, we, we he's definitely up. we need to do a parody of that. Oh my gosh! Like, yeah, he's holding just... up newspapers, like, oh, well, there it is, right there. There's no way this could be falsified in any sort. He's got the newspaper, but it, it doesn't mean that the mechanism they're doing it isn't. I know, falsified. I know. It feels yeah. like a 1970s, like, well, the only the, what's the best way we can do this, guys? Like, get no. him to hold up a newspaper. That'll satisfy. They're, everyone. Tra they're yeah. trying to trick. They're trying to trick us, and you just you can't like nice try. Nice try, but like you know exactly where that player is going. You're just there's no way. like there's just. But when there is an there, argument to be made though that if if uh, they did have their hand in it, then Bettman would have wanted Bedard to go to Arizona. Yeah, not Arizona though. I mean, like they want to sell jerseys, they want to sell tickets. Chicago is a storied franchise. I know. Like I think that it makes more sense because yeah. they make more money in Chicago than Arizona, even with a great you know, player. Happy's going to Arizona. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Don't even get me started. I don't want to see that. So, okay, I got some more questions about uh, Bedard going to Chicago, and and I do love the feel of him on that team. I do want to see some like more, I guess, uh, goodwill to be done in their community and about everything that happened. I would like to see that more. Like it, it Kyle feels, Beach. Yeah, it's, it still feels like an an open wound. Yeah, right? I, th I think that it's not really resolved yet. So I would like to see that. And I think Bedard is a great guy. He's like, we've had him on the podcast, super humble, super like his response. Like, I don't want to talk about me. I want to talk about the team. Mm -hmm. Like, he seems like the right guy to be there to hopefully, you hold know, hold them accountable, maybe. Yeah, hold yeah. them accountable and, and, and lead know, by example. A bit of a North Star. Yeah, be yeah. a good leader in that situation. Even though he's so young over he the is, years, yeah. he could be like, he'll have just like McDavid, right? He'll have sway in the organization so if they're not doing anything if they're doing anything the, that's not up to, up to snuff i think does he get the 100 percent he will yeah. okay so not oh I, I don't know a first year but maybe halfway year. through the season if he's playing really yeah good. like halfway through the season if he's over a point per game lighting it up i yeah. think you give yeah. him the seat yeah, yeah. yeah. Chuck make it a whole like uh production too eh? yes so so there's my questions uh, so Bedard's in Chicago, uh, unless they take Fentilli first overall and Bedard drops to second, right? Or, or third or fourth. I guess it's possible, but <laughs> unlikely. Okay. <laughs> is, is Kane coming back to, to Chicago for a victory no. lap with Bedard? No. No. Okay. He already said, he already said in the media, he's like, uh, like they're rebuilding. They're rebuilding. Like <laughs> he's <laughs> like, I'm out of here. He's going to another. He's gonna go another. He's he's bouncing. Kane's gonna bounce to another. Yeah, team he's searching. Hey, he's on the hunt like he like Hosa did. Hey, Hosa just went from team to team to team. Yeah, to he'll have like a couple more years where he's can be somewhat effective and he'll Leafs. bounce around. He's coming to Leafs, eh? Le no. For for Tavares, he's too. I, he didn't make a difference at all in that series. Yeah, but for a million, a uh, whatever. Yeah, I guess a million bucks or something. Team friendly. I don't think he would take that though. No, I don't think he would. 
Uh, I don't know how old he is, but yeah, he's 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 up there with sort of Tavares age, I think. Go to Boston. Oh, deadly. <laughs> okay, next question: uh, Does Bedard stay in Chicago? He's technically there for three years. Like he's going to sign the, his ELC that puts him there for three years, and then it gives him a chance to resign or to. I think with a a player like Bedard. And the amount of cap space and money that Chicago has, yeah. there's no chance that they let him go. Like well, they're they're gonna sign him for whatever he wants. Right, but he could move somewhere else if he doesn't want to play in Chicago. He yeah. can move after the three, right? I That's just I just think that the when it comes down to it, it's business, right? Mm-hmm. And Bedard and his agent, it's gonna come down to okay, who's gonna like where can I get the most? And whoever is going to give him the most is going to be Chicago because they're like, we can't lose them. We just, we, yeah, but, you know. but three years is up. Maybe Vancouver's like, by the way, we've been making some space over here for you, bud. You want to come play for your hometown uh, team? It's, right? it's possible. But after playing for three years with the, with the team, I feel like it, it. I'd say it's like 90% chance that he stays in Chicago, 10% chance that someone manages to convince him to leave. But I doubt it. They got to they gotta make some moves and get some players around them. Like, I don't know. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. It was He'd a last be an RFA as well. So, Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So they control his like rights. Like they, if another team like were to offer sheet him or whatever it's called, then like they can match it before he has to go. Right. Like, like he can't just be traded without, um, yeah. That, like they have control over him. Well, I'm just saying basically the, th- the three years is the time like where there's a chance he could move. Like if he wants to. Right. I, don't I think so. I think that because he's an RFA. Yeah. But then, uh, an RFA, like if he doesn't agree to the terms. You can move. No, no, you can get offer sheet and accept it, but then, the, but then Chicago has an opportunity to match it and keep them. Okay. So if if another team's like we we're gonna offer you seven years at uh, ten mil, yeah, then they then Chicago can be like, okay, we'll match that. Yeah, but he, I don't, might he just doesn't like, have to take it though. He might just be, he might just okay. be like, I don't want to stay here. Like if, if if they were like, he doesn't want to be here and he yeah. wants to go somewhere else, yeah, and yeah. like I'm. But I'm pretty sure RFA I'm, literally means that. It's a restricted free agent, but then I think after there's like a, that that it just gives the the teary, period a, uh, or the team a period to negotiate without any other team interrupting, and then if that uh, that's when he, that's before t- players go to UFA. Yeah, that's why I'm pretty but, sure how it goes. But, no, but he's an RFA. I, I'm I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it means that Chicago gets to sign him if they want to. Yeah, yeah, and I guess Bedard could say no, I won't sign, but then that means they could say okay, you won't play then. Like he does. He's not allowed to sign with another team without Chicago offering him, and and, uh, and he he's an RFA, so he has to sign if Chicago. Okay, we'll look into more of this. Yeah, uh, it's three years from now, but I, I was just well, saying, like, would I would have rather have seen him on Columbus playing with Goudreau or on Anaheim, to be honest. Like, I don't want right. to see him on Chicago at all, to be honest. I yeah, I was trying to picture it. I just could not picture him on Anaheim. I couldn't picture. His I could picture him Anaheim, but not Columbus. The thought didn't even cross yeah. my mind. I said that yesterday. Yeah. I was like, Columbus I, just seemed like. I, I kind of thought that they were close to making the playoffs and that they weren't even a high chance, but I was like, oh, way wrong. Okay, n- next Bedard question: Does he play the first game? Is he put right in the lineup? Well, yeah. Chicago has no players, so yeah, they're, they're throwing him in there. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. I, I I might I could see him playing like one preseason game. Yep, and then sitting out until the first game like he's that good that i don't even think they'd want to play him preseason that much like just play him one game get him up to speed because you know there's the talks of he's not big enough like he's not ready but he's been going to these biosteel camps he's been playing with crosby it doesn't matter he's got such good edge work like yeah he's also like 180 pounds like he's solid it's not like he's like 
some of these yeah. small guys like like Marner came in the league like 150, 150. Yeah, Marner was like 160 soaking wet. Like so, yeah. Uh, go, going back to what you said about like once he's played three years, he's been in Chicago. He's got, kind of gotten like friends. He's got established. He put down some roots, right? Mm-hmm. That really does make a big difference because I remember when um, McDavid had a chance to go somewhere else, right? Like, oh, his contract's up. What's going to happen? And I'm like, why get out of that sinkhole of a city? Right. Like Edmonton had just like pissed away so many good, talented players. They had like so many high draft picks, and they just did absolutely nothing year after year. The only thing they did was get more top five draft picks and then waste them away and trade them away. None of their, even like they, they had some um, like lower draft players that, that showed some really good promise and just nothing happened of them. So it was like- Until they kept losing until they got McDavid and Dreisaitl. <laughs> I know, but even then, like they, they were still were struggling, right? And I was like, the guys, like, because they had t- Taylor Hall yeah, and Everly and- It was and doom and gloom for like- It was like, it was so bad. Yakupov. Yeah, Yakupov was pretty like, much up until like last year, and even in the playoffs, people were still doom and gloom in Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. but so, so I'm like, man, like, so it was, it was a few years back. I'm like, McDavid, get out now! Like, find find a better team, better management, like a, a good, a better system to play under. And he stayed. I was like, why would you stay there? Like, what what is there? But it's it's one of those things where you just like you get to know the city, you get mm-hmm. to know the people. You've got a house, you got your friends, you know the guys. In it's the more team. work to move than it is. It is. It's more work, right? Yeah. So it's it, yeah, it's, it's just more friction. Mm-hmm. So I I think you're right. I think he's probably gonna you know put down his roots in Chicago and then end up staying there. I want to look up the RFA rules because I I maybe I'm thinking of something else. I but... you probably know more than I do because you listen to more hockey uh, like. Yeah. NHL related podcast. stuff and yeah, so articles no more, but, but I, I, I could be wrong. I just, I, I feel like there's something there where it's like, it's very unlikely that Chicago would lose him because yeah, like, I, I won't talk any further. Cause someone yeah. who's probably listening that knows the answer is like, Jeremy, you idiot. Maybe it's like, they're able to offer him more than other teams are. So then it doesn't make sense financially for him to leave. Yeah. I always thought well, just restricted Martin, means Martin, that... we're like, he's going to get offer sheeted because we weren't going to be able to offer him enough or something like that. Yeah, well, I think it's like the team that has the restricted free agent can offer him eight years, and then the other teams can only offer seven. Or the like offer that. sheets are crazy. So, like, if the person, if the player accepts the offer, so this is how I always thought it was. So, it's, you, you get offer sheeted, the team can match it, the player looks at it, and if he chooses uh, to accept the offer sheet deal, then that team has to uh, give up. Like it, it depends. Draft tiered system, like yeah, three first round picks, and it's like some wild thing. Yeah, so it really is like an, an fu move to the GM of that other team because you're forcing their hand because you're forcing them to pay top dollar for this player, and yeah, you know they know that that player is not going to come to your team, so you do it just to try to cripple them and and make them take on more debt. Well, yeah, there was there was like three offer sheets on the Leafs in the past couple years. It's just, just by dri- teams trolling do this. Yes, they're yeah. trolling them. They're trying to drive up their salary caps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is pretty funny, actually. That yeah, <laughs> That's but, the type of thing you do in, like, NHL franchise mode or something. But the GMs remember it. That's the thing. And then when they're like, hey, we're looking for a deal, be like, oh, okay. And they're not going to... Remember gonna... when. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, future considerations? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about Dreisaitl absolutely tearing up... Animal. The, the, the playoffs. Is he going to break the record? The record for most goals in a playoff postseason, 19, probably by Gretzky. Yeah. Like, let's just assume, right? Uh, Drysdale's got 13. I mean, I th- in my opinion, it's an easy yes, yep. but only if Edmonton makes it to the next round. Like, even if they don't make the win, the, like, go to the final, 
If they make it to the conference final, I think he beats it. Right. Because that's another seven games he has, and he's like, actually yeah. seven. Yeah. Unless it's a sweep. Potentially, but then yeah. If it's a sweep, then he's going on anyways. Because so. he's probably the one sweeping them. He, yeah. Might, yeah. he might get it done in this round. He could have had two last night. I was watching. Like, Yeah, he was close last night. Ended up being a blank, and it's funny because I, I was telling Jeremy, I bet for him to score and have over one and a half points. Yep. Like two different bets, like a few bucks uh, or whatever. And I'm like, of course, uh, because I decided to bet on it. Yeah. yeah. He didn't get any. <laughs> oh, what uh, is this? Guys, it is not Gretzky. This is unheard I don't think Gretzky of. really had that much goals in the playoffs, though. Like, I'm not surprised. I mean, he, he went off. He had 47 points. So he definitely has the record for most points. Right. Who has the most re- record for most goals? Reggie Leach. Like, oh, I thought it was like Sackick or Reggie something. Reggie Leach. I'd. Cool. Exactly. <laughs> Reggie Leach has the most goals. In what year? 75-76. And then y- Yeri Curry. Okay, 75-76. They're playing with, like, no no masks and all that <laughs> stuff. That doesn't really count. Uh, yeah, Joe Sackick uh, is up there with 18 goals. and Yeah, so it's a tie between Yeri, Cur- Yeri, Yeri Curry and Reggie Leach. Yeri Curry was definitely on uh, the line with Gretzky. Gretzky was just banking him off oh, his, his right. stick and into the net. <laughs> he, was a, he was a brick wall in front of the net just to bank the puck exactly, off. Exactly, yeah. exactly. All right, so. Interesting. So yeah, Reggie Leach and Yeri Curry are the, the point holders. And uh, where is Dreisaitl right now? Yeah, I, I mean, I think Dreisaitl's got a, a definite shot at breaking that record. What do you think, Chippy? Do you think he breaks it? or? I do. I do. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think he breaks it for yeah. sure. He's, he's possessed right now. He's possessed. He's just got a touch. Did you see the one goal he had where he just off Brissois' shoulder? He just like sauced it from the goal line. Like, that, that's like what I was watching what... that live. I was like, who's he passing it to? Oh my God, it's in the net. It, it just, he scored so effortlessly. It was yeah. almost like he Matthews like a couple of years ago. Like, it just seems to me that's yeah. like he's Matthews, hot and it's everything working. Can't score. Yeah. Matthews, I, I, no. Yeah, it's annoying. And, and that's the thing. It's like Matthews is trying to score from the, the places he normally scores for. But Dreisaitl is just like, he, he's on the goal line and he looks. And I saw him look and I was like, oh, no, he's not going. And he turns like this, right? And Brissois just like, gives him an inch, too. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, whoop. And he just floated in there. He didn't even shoot it. And he floated it in there. The extra inch on his blade helped him sauce it more. And, <laughs> and even, was it Brassois? Brassois, yeah. he, Like, he sees, he's like, no. And he's like, no. Like, he couldn't believe that yeah, he, he's he like, attempted it. He's he like, like, what? Flailed around to try to, like, block it. But, yeah, just yeah. so casual. Casual too, so casual about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so unbelievable. When you're when you're just doing that, you're that relaxed. Like that's something I'm doing in pickup hockey on like a, a Wednesday afternoon. You're like, hey, let's go play some pickup. Let's mess around. Oh, okay, right. let's try to get this goal. Yeah, right? like that's the type of stuff you're attempting when you're just loose. The thing with uh, that series though, and I wanted I wanted to just say that Vegas has always been, and I I've noticed this for a while. They play to the style of like whatever game their opponent's gonna play, but they're always just like. We're gonna keep one goal ahead of you. It's yeah. like it's yeah. like if uh, like the, if they get the first goal, I'd almost bet money that Vegas wins because it's like if if the other team scores to tie it up, they immediately go and get another one. They're just always playing one goal ahead. In this in this last game, it was like that, but then they just kept they kept getting opportunities and scoring. And Edmonton was wasn't quite like they just didn't have their scoring touch. They had the chances; it could have went either way. But yeah. Yeah. but yeah, Vegas finds a way just to keep getting one more goal. Yeah, they're just like. Whether it's the third line or the defense or 
their big yeah. guns tipping it in, like getting a random deflection that was, wasn't even a good chance. Yeah, they just yeah. find a way. I think Eichel's happy. You know, he's, yeah, he's, he's getting f- charged up. He's he's happy to be playing some serious he, hockey. I, Eichel, I haven't been really impressed with, to be honest. Like, well, he's, he's been he's been like, okay, but he just kind of... He, he's on like, I don't know, kind of like it's just a steam engine. You know, he just keeps on trucking along. Like, he's, he's yeah. not doing anything really flashy, but like he's there when you need him type I just of noticed like he's turning the puck over okay. in their zone a bit more, like making long stretch passes that don't connect and it's an icing and then when he actually gets chances he'll like do some nice moves and be shifty like he does and then he'll shoot it right in the goalie's chest and oh. like it's, it doesn't get a rebound doesn't get anything he's a little lackadaisy out there no it? i it, he doesn't look lazy he just looks like he's not being as productive as he could be oh, okay okay yeah he got one last night he might get going yeah like he he's heating up but it's just like i feel like he's struggling to find that gear in the playoffs that you need yeah i've only been watching the highlights of that one right so you've been, oh, okay. 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 David, though, he's been a, he's been not the same player as the right i think he just gave it all in the regular season and it's like well, i think he's just passing the torch over to dry side like he knows that, uh, hey guys it's gonna be two on one Right, two guy, two on one all day long against me. So Drysaw, you get open. I'll take those guys. I'll take all three of them, and I'm just sending the puck your way, and you put it in the net. Like yeah. they have that option. That's McDavid's flowing a little bit though. Like he's finding his stride. He's getting some opportunities. He's yeah. just he doesn't have the like in the playoffs. It's tougher to score by like getting those breakaways and all that stuff because it doesn't happen very often. And he's not dissecting the team. Yeah, like and like Drysaddle scores from the perimeter and on the rush, yeah. right? McDavid scores on the rush too, but it's like only when it's like wide open. And in the playoffs, yeah, guys are getting back a lot sooner. Right? I, I think McDavid is basically just saving it for the power play. He's like, you know what? I'm going to play some hockey. I'm going to be out there. I'm not going to make a mistake. Give me the two minutes on the power play, and yeah. that's when we'll make things happen. Yeah, he's, he's like going out there, laying a few hits, and then if if there's an opportunity, he goes for it. But he's not really like in game killer instinct exactly mode. he's not going to waste it all in the first round yeah right because he knows he's got 16 games to win yeah right? he, maybe he's, he's, he's holding back a little like attacking um like i was watching him the other night and he was like in the corner it was like it was like the both guys were like there was two guys on him and he split through both of them yeah i just keep legs moving like it was like yeah. he's just so freaking explosive and like mm-hmm. like you can't contain this guy because he's so like like it was the defenseman got exposed. I, think, I forgot who it was. I think it was. I think McNabb. it was. Uh, was it McNabb? McNabb, or it was. Who else is the defenseman? Petrangelo. Yeah. It was Petrangelo. He just yeah. exposed Petrangelo in the corner. Just like walked out with it, attacked the. I was like, yo, this guy is like. It's talking about a guy. Okay, he might be a guy I wouldn't be able to uh, contain in the. Oh, <laughs> really? You think? Wow! Wow! That's shocking. Yeah. Is there a gas might, button on this here? We got might be the McDavid. <laughs> McDavid might be the one guy that you can't contain in the end. Yeah, I think yeah. I'd have to. I mean, I don't know. I'd have to see it in person to be honest. Oh, to know for I, sure, to know I would sure. just, I would just love to see these guys with some gear on, with Coach Shippy with his gear on. <laughs> Same. Wow. Like, the the thing is how obvious it is if it's McDavid or not, because like I'm watching the the Oilers games, right? And I'll look down for a second. I'll hear the announcer. Oh, there's a break, and I look up. And I see for one second, like an Edmonton player rushing with the puck or going for the puck. And I instantly know if it's McDavid or not. Whether you see the number or not. Yeah. It do- doesn't matter if I see the number. I just see, like, is that guy um, accelerating twice as fast as the other guy going for it? Or are they kind of, like, staying neck and neck? And you just know, no, that's not, that's not as explosive as McDavid moves. Yeah. It's just crazy. To, like, th- that. And that's, like, against the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like he has that much of a difference. Yeah. Uh, that's let's, let's, that's- Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say that's what's crazy with Bedard is he doesn't have that. Mm. 
Mm. He's, he's an East and West guy. He's like yeah, the he's mix like between there. Crosby and and McDavid. Yeah. He's got the shifty. Yeah, that, yeah. He's a, he's a, he said it on the pod. He said yeah. I'm an East to West, right? Like he moves across yep. the ice really well, and he's really shifty, and he he knows when to shoot and when to pull a move, when to pass. Yeah, he's gonna bring something different. Yeah, I know his uh, ability to recognize and create opportunities just ridiculous. So I think at the NHL level, it'd be even more uh, pronounced. Like because I saw That's it. In, it you know, I mean, he's got good players. He's got better players. To right. more to work, work with. with yeah right so like he's he's in the juniors and he's just seeing these things that no one else sees and just setting these guys up i think in the big leagues it'll be even more it's like uh, he's like a marner's playmaking ability let's uh go to anyone in the oh uh chippy he's like a playmaker yep. like marner but he is actually has a good shot fair okay yeah I, oh and uh, i see someone in the audience it's a chippy um does does bedard Score 40 next year. Score 40. Okay. Matthews, Matthews did, right, in his rookie year, score 40? Like 40 points? No, no, no. He's talking 100 points, 40 goals, basically. No, it, no. Sco- like 40 goals or 40 40 points? goals. It's 40 goals. Yeah. 40 goals. I think he – you're putting down. I think he, he almost gets 100 points, but he doesn't get 40 goals. He's going he's gonna to light it up with assists, but he's going to be, like, in the high 90s. I, I feel points, I feel for a first season, he doesn't have a lot of support. You know, I don't know who they're going to bring in, who's going to be on his line, that type of thing. So I feel he could get close to a hundred point season, and I also it feel could yeah, be a not, Jack not quite. Did you? Hmm? Could be a Jack U situation. Yeah, where it takes him a few years to get going. Yeah. I, I mean, I I couldn't, I I could see that, but I'm I'm hoping like, for like uh, close to hundred points. Like in the first five games, he doesn't get a goal. Like I feel like it could get it could yeah. get. Uh, a lot of pressure. Yeah, Jack Hughes went like the like half the season before he scored his first goal or something. Yeah, Jack, it was like three years before he really like started to shine. Yeah. So ho- hopefully it's a, a good start. Yeah, he needs to get it going. Friend of the pod. We need him to. We want him to do well. Oh, of yeah. course. <laughs> All right, let's wrap up the uh, the pod with uh, what are your summer plans? Summer's coming up. Let's just you know a little bit take it personal. Gonna uh, golf. We'll, we'll go to we'll go to Chippy first. Hey, eh? what do you what do you got planned for the summertime? Summer plans. Um. Uh... I plan, I definitely want to do a little bit of traveling. Oh, yeah. Aren't you already? Um, Wrap up this Costa Rica trip. Are are you going to make five videos a day all summer long on TikTok? You going to dial it back or not? I think I want to do some more like doing cool stuff and doing more like vlog content, more long form. On Um, on social or on YouTube? YouTube. Like I want want to go hard on YouTube. Yep. Like for me, it's like the... I was talking to my buddy yesterday. It's like, you know, it's, it's a lot when you're making like, I made like six, seven videos yesterday and posted them. Like, yeah, it just like, that's just like a lot, like a lot. Um, obviously I was like, I'm new to this space. So I just wanted to go hard for the past year. I posted every oh, day. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you've earned a, a good audience. You've earned a great audience. Yeah. You got well, a good platform now. So now I really want to like actually focus on what my message is. And I think I can do that more in long form content. 100%. I think if I, if I, I could show kind of, you know, like if I'm creating the style and flow brand, like showing that process of like, okay, I got like, you know what I mean? Just being more transparent with it and building in public. I think that's really what, what I've seen. I've been kind of studying other um, kind of creators and I, I would like the style of just like being yourself and letting people in on kind of what you're doing and yep. just like building with like building in public and be like, yeah, like, you know, I'm, it's not, nothing's perfect. Nothing's easy. Like nothing is like, so if they could see that kind of, this is where we're going. Like the video editing, like editing might not be as great as it's going to be, but like, you're just yeah. like, you're starting from somewhere. Right. And 
I, like I want to do something where I post like stay consistent on YouTube. Yeah. The success is all about consistency. Like with TikTok, it's just I post it every day for a year or two years pretty much on TikTok. So if I do like post every week on YouTube or post, you know, like if I do that same consistency with the long form content, I just see, yeah, it's going to be the same kind of success. So um, that's definitely my plan is like doing more travel stuff and like maybe doing travel vlogs, like oh, just mm. maybe not so much hockey related, but more just like music making. Like I did a vlog, we vlogged the entire making that, that's that music video yeah. or that's um, like, just like doing cool. Like I want to do music. I really want to do more songs. So being able to vlog, just like going to the studio, the vibes in the studio and then dropping more songs, doing more songs. Um, what else? I, uh, I think with your audience, like, oh, so, so how's the cutbound track doing? Like, are you tracking the views just on the video? Sorry, was that? I missed that. On YouTube. Yeah. It's just, it's like, it's already, it's doing well just for like a, literally just a song. Like there's no yeah. music video yet. So I uh, want to do a music video. Um, I don't know the streams. It's on my my buddies, Oliver Joseph. All right, like, fair, fair. Yep. I got to set up like an Apple Music and a Spotify. Yeah, I think so like I- like with your the audience you have with the TikTok you've got like TikTok is such a sound based platform like noise, music, whatever. If you can drop a few uh, tracks and all you need is like that 15 seconds, you go like the little Nos X approach, right? He was just trying to make one thing hit and he he found Old Town Road Mm -hmm. and just crushed it. And that launched him into the stratosphere. But like if you take a similar approach, it's like, you know, throw in some songs and they take off. Now you're getting these, uh, you know, a buck 29 Apple music downloads and, you know, the the streams on Spotify. It's just like another uh, way to kind of expand it's a it's it's just like marketing music like i realized like to be an artist like you don't have to have the best music you just have to have your an original sound and if you can market it with skits like i've realized skits are like a really cool way to market yourself and i pretty much that's what i do i do that every i've done that every day for a year so like i'm just getting better at the skits they're going to be more high production yep um, higher editors build a team um that's really where i'm going right now is like just like actually like learning about outsourcing and being able to, you know, free up some of my time that be not be so stressed. Like right now, everything's <laughs> I'm editing, filming, oh, hosting, body. I got a, I got right? a term for you. I got a term for you. So this sounds like a summer of growth for you. You're you're doubling down. You're just you're ripping it to just heat up for the next hockey oh, yeah. season. You're not slowing down at all. Yeah, but exactly. There's I, no slowing. I, I've got a great term. As I lie on the floor in the room that contains our one and a half year old's crib while absolute chaos is going on in the house you know i gotta cut the grass i have to take out the garbage have you paid the bills yet jeremy you know there's a mess outside when you're gonna it's just everything happening the kids are screaming you know how mason has to study for his his homework he's he done his homework olivia has a dance recital you know tomorrow that's it's everything happening and then like i've got these emails coming i'm just following up on this this email oh, just w- want to make sure you see you know it's everything's happening all at once right oh and i need to get this youtube video it's out like a scene out of a movie yeah just, everything's and, buzzing and and i'm just lying on the on the carpet for like you know trying to catch 30 seconds of just you know, silence or rest or like escape. Right. And, and I coined this term in that moment called the constant everything. I I'm in the constant everything. <laughs> it's it's like everything that. and it's all at once. It's the constant everything. And when you're like, uh, I don't know, I guess 
I think for for a parent, it's probably experienced a lot more because you have to look after yourself. You have to, if you have a business, you have to look after your business or whatever you know things from work are coming at you. Work's coming at you. Wife relationship coming at you. You want to maintain that. You want to maintain your work. You want to maintain a good relationship. You maintain a relationship with your kids. Maintain a relationship with your friends as well. You got your emails and all this personal stuff. It's the constant everything. Yeah. There's no stop. There's no end. It only you only get more busy. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's exactly, and I, and I, you're probably feeling that even not even having kids, uh, yeah. But it's like the constant everything; uh, it, it can be overwhelming at times. Yeah, like especially as a creator, and you know this the most. Like, yeah, it is. Like, it's just every day. Like, it's not. There's no like settling down, and no. it's like you're. It's like on this device all the time, and yeah. it's, uh, you take up a lot of energy. And I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily experiencing burnout, like. There's just some days where I'm just less creative than others. Like yesterday was just a super creative day. Like I just, ideas came to me. I posted seven videos because I was just yeah. like, oh, yeah. the draft song. Didn't even know the draft was on yesterday. Huh. I was like, oh, there's a there. Oh, Edmonton Oilers are playing. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? The, the, the ideas come to me and it's just posting when you're feeling that way. Yeah. Like today, do I feel as creative? Maybe in a couple hours I will, or maybe yeah. mm-hmm. night. But like right now, I'm not necessarily feeling like I want to go film something. No. But I think... Um, with something like YouTube, I really want to like, I've been studying other creators and like Mm -hmm. seeing what they do. And like, if you can really be creative with the shots, if you can have a story like Hayden, you mentioned, and obviously Jerry too, like just storytelling. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's the most important thing is like being able to tell an engaging story. Yeah. And that's something I want to do. Like if I'm going to do YouTube, like, yeah, yeah, it's a blog about going to making a song, but if you can make it more like, you know, like they're involved in it or. Like I was watching a video the other day. The whole concept was I'm going to surprise my girlfriend in uh, she's skiing right now. Doesn't know. Like it was like this whole like mission to like mm. get there. So she couldn't see. It was like, pro- like it was just like, it was a cool concept. It kept me engaged. Like, Oh, like, is he mm. going to pull this so off? Like, the, the, I'll give you the, the easiest thing to think about when you're creating content. And I mean, I still struggle with this. I like a lot of times I just make one off random videos with cool ideas, fun stuff. But to really be super successful, and I've done like the, I've, I've found other styles. I'm like, I'm going to try this, different shots, cool shots, whatever. Something can be as cinematic and cool looking as possible. If there's no storyline to it, it gets boring really fast, right? You get all these awesome, cool transitions and this and that. The number one thing that you really need is you just have to give people a reason to care. If, mm-hmm. they, if they don't care about their, your video, they're going to exit out of it. Right. So yeah. if you can, what is that reason? Why do people care about this video? Why do they care about watching to the end of it? And, and if it's really good, they care about the next one too. So you give them a reason to care about the, the one they're watching and then a reason to want to watch a next one. They, they care about you and they care about the content you're making. And that's the, the toughest thing to do. Right. So I like that. Yeah. Give them, re- give them a reason to care. A reason to care. And if, you're, if you're editing the video, just be, be editing it. Like, why do people care? Does, that, does anyone yeah. care about this video? And I've done that before. I kind of get down on myself sometimes. Like, who cares about this video? I, I just throw it out there anyways. Ah, it's, it's kind of a fun video. I, you know, it's going to be like a... Not every video can be your best video. No, you and you back. have to detach from yeah. that. But what you can do is make an effort with every video to make it something that you care about. Or like, a, and if you care about it, then then there's a at least there's a chance that other people will care about it too. Yeah, it's, it's, the best videos are ones that you know that as soon as someone watches the first ten seconds, they're gonna care about the outcome. That's yeah. the best videos, yeah. right? Yeah. 
Because sometimes I'm like, yeah, let's just do a fun video. Like this one, Hayden will be like, hey, what's this video about? I'm like, I don't know. I'll just start recording. <laughs> and then we edit it later. I'm like, it's just going to be yeah. like, people are hanging out with us. People are just, it's a behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. We're just vibing. Yeah. It's like, that's why. It's just to, you know, just to be ourselves. That's all. Just to put some personality. Yeah. But like you've had that, you know, you've done, you've done hundred plus videos. Like oh, yeah. for me, it's like get, get a hundred videos and then try yeah. to. There you go. Just start. You know what I mean? get yeah. Just stop thinking about it. Get a hundred videos up. and That's it. Get better each, each video and improve one and improve something every video, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. that's Mr. what Beast. I was doing early. Is is I tried to make each video better, right? Just try to improve something each video, and that that helped get you. It's I've got the platform now. Mm -hmm. Now it's just yeah, know, keep it on putting on good t content. All right, so Hayden, summer plans. What, what you got in store? Uh, I have like four or five weddings to go to. Oh boy! So that'll take up a lot of my summer. Oh, yeah. But I'm planning on golfing. Got a golf membership at the local club. Love already that. been going a couple times a week yep and yeah I, i'm pretty sure i probably already had my best score of the season in my unreal. second time out unreal which is like you got better over the winter how what was happening that round what was going right well over the over the winter i kind of watched a lot of like golf content and like like teaching points and like th swing thoughts and i kind of just had an idea on like okay what were the, some of the problems i was having and focused on that my first round and like i figured out i was peering my irons which made a big difference and i was every drive wasn't going like i like to say keep it between the trees right like it's not necessarily the fairway but it's not to a point where i can't find it or i can't play it so just by staying yeah. in play my short game has always been like solid so it was just a matter of like eliminating those like bigger mistakes. And then that was, then I just was flowing that day, right? Approaching like, the game with, I wasn't really thinking about variety. it. I was playing with Shannon's dad yeah. and we were just kind of chatting, having a good time and like no pressure. I don't think he was even keeping score. Like yeah. he was kind of casually keeping score, but didn't really care. Yeah. So I was just kind of vibing. Right. And you play better yeah. when you're not focused on the outcome as much. Right. I went last night, played nine holes. I shot 41, which the last time I played nine holes, I shot a 37, which is only like one over par or two over par yeah. at that course. So I, it's like a little worse, but it's it was just because I had a drive that went out of play, and then I three-putted on another hole. You said like, you're, you're going golfing tonight? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say we should hit the range. Maybe I'll take Mason out. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're welcome to, to – we can go to the range early. My tee time is 420 or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, peace out. oh 420. Hey, isn't that work hours, Hayden? I didn't, you didn't run this by the boss, eh? Nah. Oh, Okay, make sure you get that YouTube video out, or I'm gonna call and cancel your tea time. I, I'm at, I'm editing the podcast. <laughs> I guess you're working late then. I come back at 7 p.m. and finish up that YouTube video right after your your round. That's funny. <laughs> Hayden's over there like shut the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm about to end this pod. I'm gonna end the pod right now. Hayden's like, you better stop your yapping right now. I'm gonna do a stranglehold on you, Jared. <laughs> From now until his tea time, he should be watching Rick Shields golf videos. Yeah, you watch yeah. Rick Shields all day. I I used to watch Rick Shields every day. Man. Yeah, Rick Shields the goat. I watch Good Good as well. Who's yeah, the other guy? Um, Mark Crawfield. <laughs> oh, that was. Uh, is he still making videos? I don't know. I used to watch all the. I was really into golf, and then yeah, honestly, I haven't. I didn't really swing it much last year, and haven't swung it at all this year. So I got to get out to the range and yeah. Last year was the first year I golfed more than like once or twice a season since I was like 13. So 
Yeah, I got the dive. fact that it, like so last season my best round was a seventy six, so I already beat that this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I have great potential, but writing. I don't, I don't. You uh, have unlimited potential, Chippy. It's just what do you put your focus on, eh? Mm-hmm. You drop yeah, those YouTube videos. Uh, you are gonna drop those tracks. You are gonna be good at golfing, eh? <laughs> I'm gonna just get, you're gonna be documented at all, baby. It's all content. That's all. Live you I'm need. You need just to hire a camera crew to follow you around, film, and then get the videos out, and you just be that, you. That'd be that's ideal. it. That's, that's that's the goal right now. We're on the look for yeah, a videographer, someone I can just vibe out. And actually, I have one. My buddy, I might I might hire him like part time and do we're it. Gonna flow. Hey, and just see what we can build. Here. Drop all that cash from all your cameos and merch sales, eh? And just have that. That'll hire you someone for the next three years. Hey, you gonna get it on a contract? Hey, <laughs> all the millions you're making. All the millions you're making. <laughs> Maybe soon, baby. Maybe soon. Hey. Only, only dream, oh, yeah. dream big. All right, dream big. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just gonna. I realize money just flows if you just forget about it, and don't think about it. Uh, it's the, gonna flow. I, I actually want to do a rant on the wealth gurus and how like unimportant like the the money side of things is. It's like there was way too much of an emphasis on uh, the your level of success is just measured by how good of a job you have and how much you're earning and the stuff that you've got, but really it's like a lot of people even if you do achieve that it's intrinsic that where the success comes from the the, the, how you feel and the value in your that you sense in your life right like how you feel about your you 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 only make the money of uh, based on how many people you help so you're the more if you're going to make more money if you help more people that's pretty much how it works that's a great yeah the amount of people you're helping is the amount of money you're going to be making but but they never really uh talk about the cost everything has a sacrifice Mm-hmm. right so it's like okay say you're doing well maybe maybe you've got a, a pretty good job and you can work twice as much and earn twice as much well you're sacrificing a lot of your free time that could be spent with your family with your friends creating happiness moments you know you're going to miss all these uh moments while you're like say you have kids that are three four like five six seven eight nine right how many things are you going to miss because you're working that will never happen again like your kid is only six years old once yeah one year Right, and well, then they change. They change. They change. They change. There's they change. a lot of ways now, though, to to achieve financial freedom and have the passive income. And yeah. I think it's more and more people are getting educated on those things and investments and yeah. um, making money work for you when you're not yep. working. And yep, uh, that's something I started learning about a couple of years ago. It's like, okay, what's what's what is passive income? Mm-hmm. Um, is it what is it that I want? I want to achieve financial freedom. I don't need all the money in the world, but I'd for love sure. to be able to do what I want when I want to do it. And that was a really, that was a goal of mine. And uh, that's funny. Like when I was uh, 23, I was in the same boat. I'm like, man, I need to not work for someone. I need to find like, and I wanted that freedom. It wasn't about the money. It was about uh, being able to take a day off if I want to. It's about, you know, being able to sleep in if I want to. It's about if I want to stay up and work until 2 a.m., I can. And the more I work, the more like it's invested back into the business. So that's, yeah, that's really what I was after. And yeah, I pretty much achieved that. Um, you know, it's, I, I love the spot that I'm in and like, definitely you're on your way for sure. Uh, Hell yeah. you know, invest the time now. You don't have the, the, the anchors. <laughs> you don't have the kids. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, you're, you're, you're pretty free to yeah. go all in on yourself to invest hundred percent of your time into yourself. So it's a, definitely a, a prime opportunity for you. So I'm excited to see Hell what yeah. goes on in your summertime. Self, self-belief is, I think is the, is just what it, what it is. And it's like, yeah, I, I don't think you believe, struggle with that. Eh? Yeah. If you believe in yourself, boom, there's nothing that you can't do, baby. So that's, gotta, that's the, 
Yep. You got to believe in yourself or no one else will. That's exactly. All right. Exactly. Let's uh, let, let's wrap it up. You're going to throw the, the cup bound. I'm putting Chippy's song on. There we go. Right wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up with the cup bound. Yeah. Track. Oliver Joseph times Coach Chip. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks for New listening, everyone. Yep. Available we'll on all platforms. See you guys next week. Let me tell you what was up now. Face up, put the puck down. Yeah, the city getting shut down. Everybody yelling, cut down. Getting closer to the trophy. Banking business feeling nosy. Motivated, never loafy. Time to hustle, not get cozy. Cup down, cup down, cup down. Everybody feel a bounce. Cup down, cup down, cup down. Everybody feel a bounce. Gotta keep it in the family. Maple leaves looking nasty. I don't think you understand me. We are coming for the Stanley. Blue, white, shining underneath the light. Big dub, we are turning up tonight. CN Tower full of power. CCM or it's Bauer. Competition we devour. Every minute, every hour. Listen up when we say go. Take a hit, then we stay low. Gotta prove what we say so. We receive what we pray for. Let me tell you what was up now. Face up, put the Puck down, yeah the city getting shut down. Everybody yelling cup down, getting closer to the trophy. Banking business feeling nosy, motivated never loafy. Time to hustle, not get cozy. Cup down, cup down, cup down. Everybody feel a bounce. Cup down, cup down, cup down. Everybody feel a bounce. He's got the moves, the style, and the flow. Watch him score the goal, let the crowd go The Leafs are cup bound, they're on a roll Watch how NHL about to take control Look at Mojo Pappy, playoffs might get scrappy Sammy just beat Vassy, is this real please tap me There ain't no debate, see the way we skate Early never late, champions of fate Click clack, that's a slap shot In the net, where's our mascot? Red nose, not offline Push through the offsides Watch us spin Watch us pop champagne Watch us dance Watch us wave our flags Let me tell you what was up now Face up, put the puck down Yeah, the city getting shut down Everybody yelling, cup down Getting closer to the trophy Banking business feeling nosy Motivated, never loafy Time to hustle, not get cozy Cup down, cup down, cup down Everybody feel the bounce Cup down